0: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson.
1: Welcome back to Inside Sources on a Friday here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you as always. And if you missed the last segment with Representative John Curtis, you need to pick up the podcast this afternoon when we post that. It was great insight into what has actually been happening in our nation's capital and why it's actually been a good process and why there are some good results there. Uh, We talked about the fact that uh, beginning the day today uh, did not look good for Kevin McCarthy. Many of the headlines uh, predicted his demise today, uh, greatly exaggerated. He has returned uh, and he's within a couple of votes from actually becoming the Speaker of the House. But I want to play first just some uh, comments from Kevin McCarthy rolling into the day. And contrary to most people, he had a little bounce and a little optimism. Mr. Leader,
0: how are we feeling today? I feel good. I think you're going to see an improvement in the vote today. We have a couple members. Unfortunately, uh, out. So, uh, we're what, what can you tell us about this emerging deal that you were discussing with your conference earlier today? Well, it's things that we've been talking about. It's got kind of a rule package we talked about moving, um, and I think it makes us only stronger in the long term. Do you feel as though there are certain. Are, are you sort of triaging some votes? Do you think there are some members who are less serious perhaps about getting to yes than others? No, I think everybody wants to get there. I mean, everybody has. They run for office because they want to be able to accomplish things. And getting this done will make us accomplish what we our commitment to America. And and do you worry the message this might send to the rest of the country that Republicans aren't ready to govern? No, no. Uh, You know, my father always told me one thing. It's not how you start. It's how you finish.
1: Now, I think it's really important to recognize uh, one of the things that Kevin McCarthy said. Now, I disagree with Kevin McCarthy on a host of things. Uh, But he said, you know, this is going to make us stronger in the end, and we're going to get to some things that matter to everybody in Congress. Uh, No one's been talking about that. I believe, and John Curtis kind of confirmed, that there's a big number of not just Republicans, but Democrats who have been silently cheering for some of the things that have been negotiated into this deal for Kevin McCarthy to become the Speaker. And when I say deal, this is not just a behind closed doors. Uh, Kevin McCarthy's been very transparent about it. And we'll see it all play out when the rules uh, of the Congress come together. Uh, But they are things like one subject at a time, single focus bills, rather than these big thousand page bills with all kinds of garbage chucked in there, uh, balancing the budget, uh, doing some things that would prevent the threat of a shutdown. Uh, And so there are a number of things that we can look at this process and say, yes, ugly, scary, messy. And we can also say, wow, and it just might make things a little better for everybody on both sides of the aisle in terms of being a representative, not just being one of the pawns for the big power players in the leadership of both parties to move around. Now, Kevin McCarthy told CNN's Manu Raju uh, that he had the votes to be elected Speaker of the House tonight.
2: Miss, Mr. McCarthy,
0: McCarthy, do you think you have the votes to be elected Speaker tonight? Yes. You do? Yes. You, and you'll be able to flip Rosendale and Crane? I'll have the votes. What, are you, what were their concerns? Because I, I, I count.
1: <laughs> so a very confident Representative McCarthy saying he's he's got the votes, uh, that he will wrap this up the House will reconvene at 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock here in the state of Utah. And whether that's done in one round uh, or whether it takes a couple more rounds, uh, I think they'll be there until it's done. And then they'll look at the rules package. They'll all get sworn in, as Congressman-elect John Curtis told us. Everybody's a congressman or a representative-elect right now. No one's been sworn in. So they'll all get sworn in, and they'll vote on a rules package which contains a lot of these things that people like Chip Roy uh, have been holding out for. Uh, And again, many people silently cheering that these are good things. They help everyone be a better representative for the people in their district. Uh, And that's an important thing. Uh, We've also noted today that, of course, this is the anniversary of January 6th. And I can tell you, uh, I remember exactly where I was sitting. I was sitting in this studio. I was on the opposite side of where I sit right now. And that was a rough day for me. To watch what was taking place in our nation's capital. uh, Ground that I consider to be hollowed ground. uh, Where you walk down those halls and uh, uh, where freedom really does ring.
2: Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
1: And where people from around the world come, and they walk around, uh, and they don't even quite understand it all, but they walk around in this hushed reverence and silence as they go through these buildings and through this city that many recognize is a swamp. And our buildings are not all that old. It's not like we're going to Rome or to, uh, to Asia. But yet people come to this place called Washington, D.C., and they walk around because of freedom and the principles that are there. And so the the events that took place on January 6th hit home in a very personal way for me. Uh, And so many of those images uh, still are just haunting, and they're horrific uh, for who we are as Americans. Uh, But as I shared with Tim and Amanda earlier today, uh, the greatest moment, my greatest memory of January 6th happened just a few hours after that mob breached security and stormed the Capitol. It was that moment when then Vice President Mike Pence gaveled the United States Senate back into session and the work of the people went on, the votes were counted and the election was certified. And that was an amazing day because the Republic held the Constitution, held, our institutions held, held. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. And that gives me uh, all kinds of confidence and hope uh, for not just where we are today, but where we need to get moving forward. Uh, Just a couple of days ago, uh, Senator Ben Sasse, friend of mine uh, and one we've had on this show, uh, who's uh, stepping away from the United States Senate in a few weeks uh, to go become the uh, president of the University of Florida in Gainesville. And he gave three reasons for the American people to have uh, hope for the future,
0: we need to regain our bearings and to recall our original construction and our architecture. We need Americans to be confident about self governance for men and women who've been given a republic to hold. We need to be able to see clearly the three immense and enduring reasons for our hope the Constitution, our institutions and most fundamentally, the people themselves.
1: The Constitution, our institutions, and the people themselves. Uh, that is exactly why I can be pessimistic about our politics, but I am bullish on the future of this country. Uh, let's close out the day. Uh, let's go back to Senator Sass. Uh, he talked about the fact that America belongs to those who are building To those who are giving, to those who are making a difference in their community, not just the wealthy, the well connected, and the powerful. It's the American people that are what this nation is really all about.
0: America belongs to the man in the arena willing to spend himself in a worthy cause. America belongs to the parents who eat on the go so their kids can eat at the dinner table. America belongs to the inventors and innovators whose garage tinkering changed the world. America belongs to the neighbors who see someone in need and go out and launch a soup kitchen and a clothing drive and an after-school tutoring program. They don't wait for this city. They move. We've not thrived for two centuries because of power at the top and in the center. We've not thrived chiefly because of who was in office or because of the rules and regulations that are handed down from Washington. Rather, we've thrived because of the diversity in every city, in every town, in every neighborhood, Though different, you find this sameness: the people who don't want to be served, but to serve, those who are not taking but giving, those who are not tearing down but building up.
1: It is to the, the builders. Uh, I love the garage tinkerers of this country. I love those who are constantly helping a neighbor in need. I love the young person who is standing up for a bully, uh, to a bully, for a friend. Uh, I love the, the teacher that's sticking around to, to help a struggling student. Uh, I love it when we reach out and link arms in our communities uh, to make this place just a, a little bit better. Uh, and while they often say that the future, the future belongs to the bold, uh, the future belongs to the brave, uh, the future is built uh, by the free and by those who are willing to not just see, to not just say but to actually do and we're grateful to everyone who makes America what it is and for our little corner here in the great state of Utah uh, I'm grateful to all of you who give me great hope in the future of this great nation I'm Boyd Matheson thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. and as always be bold see something that inspires say something that uplifts and do something today that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio. Utah's all-day companion for news.
0: I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985.